0: Kent Online News.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.
0: Ishmael Kawaja. It's Wednesday, the 24th of July. Coming up. Heatwave raises concerns about an increase in fires.
2: We're expecting extremely hot temperatures and it's dry, so the, even a small fire can spread really quickly.
3: Calls for tougher sentences on dangerous drivers. It's continuing to deny families justice every single day and we need the government to do what I said and, and bring in these tougher sentences now and not sometime in the future. And artwork by
4: victims of hate crime goes on display. We do need to redouble our efforts to make sure that we're all standing up against hate crime and that we Don't leave these heinous offences unchallenged.
1: Kent
0: Online News. First today, more than 100 firefighters have been tackling a huge blaze at an army firing range in Lyd. It broke out in undergrowth yesterday evening. If you live near the site on Romney Marsh, you're being told to keep doors and windows closed because of smoke. It comes as farmers in Kent have told KMFM they're concerned the hot weather could increase the risk of a fire breaking out on their land. Joe's been chatting to Martin Lingham who runs a farm in West Morling where 50 acres of fields went up in smoke last summer. We were
1: fortunate that we'd harvested the crop and it was only the stubble that burnt so we didn't lose anything kind of financially. Um, The fire started, I had a phone call from uh, f- from the police to say there's a fire could we get over there and do something about it At the time we got there because it was a strong wind on that day as well that carted carried it across the field so fast um, there was little we could do when we got there
5: as a farmer tell us a little bit about what maybe in the back of your mind that you're thinking about obviously with the hot weather maybe we've not had it's not been as hot as last year it's fair to say but as a farmer do you have in the back of your mind concerns and maybe you know, ideas that th- this could happen and,
1: and precautions you have to take? Yeah, that's right. Every year throws um, up different scenarios. This last year was particularly hot and dry to, towards harvest. This year we've had a little bit more moisture, but the weather is changing this week. It's still uh, very hot out there. The crops that we're harvesting are dead and they're, they're very dry, um, it's, and, and fires can start very easily.
5: Would you say you're still maybe worried about it or it's in the back of your mind that there could be another another
1: tragedy or another fire this year? Oh of course, I only saw a video this morning of a, of a, a field fire up in um, sorry down in Ashford Way uh, that, that took about 15 acres of, of crop out. Um, yes it can happen, uh, we're ready for it, we have got a water bowser on standby, it's not going to do a lot but it may help. We've got cultivators that we can hook up to the tractors um, to hopefully put it out, but if it happens and the wind's in the wrong direction for us, there's really little
5: we can do. What did you have to do after that uh, fire last year? Can you talk to us a little bit and explain now some of the things you had to do to get it back to working order,
1: I suppose? Yeah, as we all know, Mother Nature is a great healer. If you went over to those fields now, you'd say, where was the fire? If you do look around the hedgerows you can see scorched and, and dead hedgerows, fences as well that have been burnt. Interior, Inside the field, not a lot has changed. What we did lose, and this is something we're trying to do at the moment, is to build organic matter. We lost five years worth of organic matter that we're trying to build up into the soil, to capture carbon, help our crops grow. Um, that set us back in a long way. And you can, if you go over the field, you can see a difference between the, field, the area that's burnt and the, the area that wasn't.
0: Firefighters were also called to a field of standing corn that caught alight on Shrubbery Road in Dartford yesterday evening. They're urging us not to leave any litter in the countryside as things like drinks cans and glass can easily start a blaze when the weather's this hot. Leanne McMahon is from Kent Fire and Rescue.
2: We are expecting quite extreme temperatures this week, so we are asking people to take extra precautions just to stay that bit safer. So things like with wildfires, we do experience a lot of them. Last year we had over 700 um, simple precautions that people can take. So with smoking materials, make sure that they are extinguished properly properly and dispose of them safely. It seems simple but uh, not everybody does that. Experience and our evidence tells us that a number of our fires are caused by discarded smoking materials. campfires, don't have them in the countryside. If it's barbecue season, we all want to enjoy this weather. Enjoy having a barbecue, but do so safely. So have it in an authorised area. Think about where you're having it, away from sheds, fences, overhanging trees, and never leave it unattended. Handy to have a bucket of water next to it. So just enjoy it, but do so safely. Campfire Rescue Service has a number of specialist um, appliances that have a number of different uses so they get used for a number of different things and we will make sure that we have all of those resources ready for whatever the weather that might come about so be that hot or cold or flooding or whatever that might be so we are ready for this week but help us not have to send resources out to these things.
5: How dangerous are these grass fires and and, and cornfield fires because they can spread really quickly if the wind's up as well that's another big factor in it, if it's spreading as well isn't it?
2: It's extremely dry, we're expecting extremely hot temperatures and it's dry so even a small fire can spread really quickly Um, and it does take a number of resources to get that under control so do your bit if prevent the fire in the first place. Our experience and evidence tells us a lot of these fires are discarded smoking materials but there are other things, so things like um, in the countryside, take your rubbish with you. It would be surprising what can start a fire so the reflection from a tin can or from glass can equally be as dangerous because it can start a fire. So it isn't just smoking materials but that is a a major part.
0: Meanwhile forecasters say tomorrow could be the hottest day ever recorded in England, beating the current top temperature of 38.5 degrees Celsius which was set in Faversham in 2003. Kent
4: Online reports.
0: Tributes are being paid to a Kent footballer who's died after collapsing on the pitch. 26 year old Charlie Slocum was rushed to hospital after playing in a six a side game on Monday. He passed away yesterday afternoon. He used to play for Tunbridge Angels, and manager Steve McKim has described him as a nice, humble lad and someone you could rely on. A German student left fighting for his life following an attack in Canterbury. It's said to be improving. Daniel Ezzedine suffered serious injuries when it happened on Rose Lane in the city in June. The 17-year-old was initially given a 30% chance of survival, but is now said to be awake and able to recognise his family. Eleven people have been arrested in connection with the attack. Figures seen by KMFM have revealed motorists convicted of causing death by dangerous driving in Kent are generally serving between five and seven years behind bars. The government pledged to bring in life sentences for drivers who cause a fatal crash by speeding, racing or using a mobile phone in 2017, but so far they haven't been introduced. 60 people have been convicted of causing death by dangerous driving in Kent over the past decade. 57 went straight to jail, while three were given suspended sentences. Samuel Knack from road safety charity Brake says there has to be tougher punishment.
3: Deaths on our roads cause terrible suffering every day, yet drivers who cause death by dangerous driving all too often receive far too lenient sentences. And for us at Brake, that's just not acceptable and it often leads to families feeling betrayed by the justice system. And we need that to change. That's why we've been calling for for tougher sentences for drivers who kill, and and why we've been calling on the government to to do what they said back in 2017. Back in 2017 the government actually announced that it would increase the maximum sentence for drivers who cause death by dangerous driving from the 14 years it currently is to, to life imprisonment. Yet, we're well over 18 months on, and the government's yet to bring any forward bring forward any legislation at all to implement these changes, and it's continuing to deny families justice every single day. And we need that to change, and we need the government to do what I said and, and bring in these tougher sentences now, not sometime in the future. We completely agree with those bereaved families who feel they don't get much justice when they lose a loved one to a, a dangerous driver, and that's because the way our current justice system is set up denies them justice every single day with pitiful penalties for the drivers who who commit very serious offences and that's why at break we want to see the government go further than just introducing these tougher sentences for uh, drivers who kill but actually conduct a full review of all our road traffic laws and ensure that the system is fit for purpose so that those serious offenders who commit very grave offences uh, get the punishments that they deserve and gives the families the justice that they deserve. Tougher sentences for those who cause death by dangerous driving should act as a deterrent to, to others by enabling our courts to hand down life sentences in the most serious cases. That would absolutely signal to other dangerous drivers that this is, their behaviour is completely unacceptable and that if you do take someone's life on the road that you'll be punished accordingly and that should act as a deterrent to anyone who's thinking about driving dangerously.
0: Kent Online reports. A 16-year-old boy is being questioned by police after a stolen dumper truck crashed through a school fence near Maidstone. Police used stingers to burst the tyres on the vehicle before it ploughed into the wire fence at Cornwallis Academy on Hubbards Lane in Linton in the early hours. The teenager is still in custody. Police are investigating after dogs needed medical attention when they ate sausages laced with poison near Canterbury. The meat, which contained peroxide and weed killer, is thought to have been deliberately left in a garden in Cranmer Close in Beeksbourne. Kent Online News. The issue of hate crime is being put on show in Kent through artwork created by victims. Charity Victim Support has been given extra funding to tackle the problem and help those who've been affected by it. The pictures help victims express their feelings and are on display at the Blake Gallery in Gravesend. Police Commissioner Matthew Scott has been to the exhibition.
4: The effects of hate crime uh, can be uh, multiple uh, and they can be very serious. It can leave people feeling a sense of... Uh, Shame. Uh, they can feel disenfranchised, they can feel isolated from their own communities, and that's not fair or right. So as a police and crime commissioner, I work with agencies like Victim Support to give people that empowerment back, that they've got somewhere to turn to if they want to, to talk about the issue, to try and get some sense of um, empowerment and power back in their uh, own lives so they don't have to suffer in silence. We do need to redouble our efforts to make sure that we're all standing up against hate crime, Uh, and that we don't leave uh, these heinous offences unchallenged. That's why I invest in schemes like victim support uh, and others to give people back their voice.
0: Stats released in May showed more than 300 offences of race hate crime were recorded against children in Kent in the past year. You can watch our video report online and plans for a new cinema in deal have finally been approved. Developers bought the freehold of The Regent in Beach Street eight years ago. They've now been given permission to create the two-screen attraction and restaurant. They have to start work within the next three years, but there are concerns about how long it'll take before it can actually open. That's it for now, but for more news throughout the day, you can head to kentonline.co.uk.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent
2: Online Podcast.